believe you're going to do this. I'm going to Being the Apple fanboy yes. you are. Yes. Uh, look, we haven't done a full calculation of how many Apple products you actually own, but I've known you for a long time. And it's let's just lot. say- Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've really tried everything. I have. And I've gone backwards and forwards here. And like I said before, I don't like to be called a fanboy because I think I am more discerning and I do criticize Apple's products. And today's fail of the week will validate that. And I'm going to call out Apple's new Mac Pro, which is dubbed the cheese grater Mac as Apple's fail of the week. So is this, just put into context, the Mac Pro is the standalone desktop uh, Macintosh? Correct. And there's been a real delay on product development with this particular model for they haven't the past seven Apple. years. Apple they haven't problems. cannot innovate, as I've mentioned before. So yes, I do like their products. But on the other hand, they haven't been innovative since the passing of Steve Jobs. And the Mac Pro was almost laughing stock at one point when they developed the circular model that was very difficult to expand. I, and a lot expensive. of people had problems with them. A friend of mine's got one and he's yeah. had no end of trouble. They overheated. They were difficult to expand and they just weren't as fast. Crashing. They were crashing a lot. And the, the latest iMac Pro outperformed them significantly. So the Mac Pro series was really dwindling. They have finally come up with a, an answer with this new Mac Pro 2019. But the reason I'm going to classify it as a product fail numerous really but the main reason is the industrial design now it looks like a cheese grater it looks exactly like a cheese grater so when i first saw it on my timeline in the morning after the worldwide developers conference i woke up i saw this picture of a cheese grater mac and i thought it was a meme i just thought no this is not the real thing somebody's generated this mock-up and they're trolling and this is not the real product, but it turns out it actually is a real thing. So the industrial design is really poor. It's very expensive. It starts at $6,000 US. So it's gonna start at $9,000 here in Australia. They've bought out a 32 inch monitor to go with it. The monitor doesn't come with a stand. So when you purchase it, you have to go and buy your own stand or buy one from Apple for $200, which is a Visa mount that goes onto an existing pole. Or you buy their very expensive stand, which is a thousand dollars. So the monitor no comes way. in. The stand alone is a thousand. The monitor is five thousand. It is six K. It is thirty-two inch, so it has some very impressive. It'd impressive be a nice specs. monitor, but nice I'm, monitor. I'm just looking at some of the specs here that you've written down. That you can have yes. up to twenty-eight cores in the yes. processor and one point five terabytes of RAM. We're talking about some serious kit here, but no doubt, if you know you spec it up to twenty-eight cores and one point five terabytes, you. You're going to be paying fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for a computer. About twenty thousand, you go for the full spec. But the the base model comes in at around five or six thousand without a monitor. Without a monitor, so the base model starts, I think, at about five thousand US, and it only comes with two hundred and fifty six SSD storage. So Apple do these strange things. They give you a really high spec machine, and they downplay it, so they force you to upgrade and spend more. And again, another reason for its failure that they bring out a machine that they profess to be their pro series and the entry-level model won't even cut it for basic video editing it doesn't have the space i don't get it got to upgrade so they're doing it again they haven't innovated with this particular model i'm not impressed with its appearance the cosmetics of it the price that you're paying for those specs is well over market value. Who's you're paying the Apple tax for this product. I might get people at Disney and their production team buying it or something like that. But even Look, then, I think if you are, it's it's a workstation class machine. So it does have the Xeon processor. 
as you mentioned, up to 28 cores. So it is quite an impressive spec. Nonetheless, it's just that you're paying such a premium for it. You'd only buy it if you're wedded to the software such as Final Cut Pro or if you're using Apple server software and you've got no choice. Yeah, and I think that's the thing is that you know, if you use Adobe Premiere, I don't think it'd be able to handle and get any benefit out of 1.5 terabytes of RAM. No, the 1.5 terabytes is is for pro, you know perhaps scientific processing. Imagine how much it costs in RAM. So, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Fully spec, but this is probably for uh, you know the education environment for high end advertising studios that are running particular oh, software. Yeah, I think on nobody's going to buy. It. I, th- I think it'd be a flop. Yeah, it'd be well, a flop. it's overpriced. And if, it's if your iMac's doing the job and you really want to yeah. buy an Apple. For your average consumer, there is no point buying this product, even if you are a pretty high-end digital creative. I can't really see a lot of advantage in spending over $10,000. I'd rather spend much less on an iMac, which will do the job, and put the rest of the money into some other gear, like a camera. So it's an absolute product fail, very disappointing. Just go and take a look at it. I'll put a post on our Instagram and you can just see how ridiculous this product looks. Johnny, you sound it's angry. Re- I can't it's believe it's retrograde, silly. I it's worse than the previous it. Mac Pro. Can't believe it. There you have it. Like we, you I'm know, a fanboy. I've proven it. Uh, well, <laughs> he keeps on saying he's not a fanboy, but you know, he's sitting here with a Mac in front of him, but uh, and an iPhone. We've got <laughs> oh, an Apple Watch. No, listen, he hasn't got. No, he's got a different listen. watch. Apple Watch in the right. Yeah. But uh, but if Johnny says that it's a fail and it's an Apple product, he means it. Don't buy it. Just do not buy this product. Don't but if you want to give us one Apple, if you want to give us one Apple design, prove it to I'll us. I'll take one. We'll yeah, take I'll, one. I'll have a look at it. But I'll <laughs> have a look at it. But grate some cheese. I'm not going to prove it. Grate some cheese on it. We'll, we'll grate some cheese. Uh, unimpressive to say the least. Do not buy it. Overpriced. Retrograde. Uh, really disappointing. We get the point. Really disappointing. <laughs> we get the point, Johnny. It's it's an epic failure on all counts. You should be angry. I'm We're both angry. angry. We're angry. We both vented our frustration. We've been negative. But it's time to be positive. I want to turn it around, silly. Okay. Can we can we now move on to something positive? Okay. Okay. I think I'm ready for it. Apple during the Worldwide Developers Here Conference back did actually announce some good things. Oh no. So I've just really? bagged the cheese grater, but some good things are coming Apple's way. First of all, new iOS 13 was announced due for release in September. There's going to be some major upgrades there. And an interesting thing about iTunes, they're going to dismantle iTunes altogether. They're going to do away with that app. I heard about that. We're going to see Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, and Apple Movies. So three different apps for all of our media. And isn't it interesting, silly, that the middle one is podcasts? Podcasts are such a thing now. We've made a difference. We've made a difference, Johnny. They heard about our show. They listen to our advice and they're creating an app for us, silly. So I'm but very you know impressed. What, actually, you know what's also interesting yes. and, I, and showing a bit of a different approach by Apple is yes. uh, I saw a video on YouTube the other day about a Samsung television. Yes. And a smart television, you know, connects to the internet and all that kind of stuff. They're actually putting like Apple TV into That's embedding right. into the Samsung, not yes. all of them in some of the Samsung devices, which means you don't need to, you won't need to buy that Apple TV device. So Correct. maybe that's going to go out of vogue. Correct. Well, Johnny, they're trying to, to expand. Get in contact with your connections there. Well, they're going to expand their horizons, and they are going to outsource the TV app onto other platforms, which is amazing. Uh, Apple TV itself is going to get a software update as well. The Apple Watch is getting a software update, which is going to give it more autonomy than ever before. It's going to have its own app store. It's going to be able to be used away from the phone itself much more than ever before. There's going to be the new Mac OS Catalina. And one of the interesting things about that is a sidecar feature, which I actually really like the sound of it. It allows you to 
tether your iPad or iPhone to your Mac computer, for example, my new iMac, and Fanboy. you can use it as a <laughs> yeah, and you can use it as a touch bar. So you can now. I thought the touch bar was hopeless. It was lame, but you get to use a touch bar on an iPad. But not only that, you can use Apple Pencil on an app. So you could be working oh, in Illustrator right, on your drawing. Mac. Uh, so desktop. what's that other brand that does all those? Bring your uh, iPad into the game and start drawing, and it draws onto your what, Illustrator file. Wait, Wacom. Wacom, Wacom tablets do the it's, same thing, but yeah. but I, look, no doubt Wacom will be better resolution and blah 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 and feel and all that. Some of the high end ones are awesome. But, the, but these features will be available for free for existing Apple users. So you've already got an iMac, you've already got an Ooh. iPad. You're now be able, being able to extend your desktop onto the iPad. And also, it will do video mirroring. Extend the desktop? Yes. So, basically, you can have your iPad wirelessly or via cable. You can have a second monitor on your laptop Johnny, when you're traveling. So a I'm lot coming of over. Stuff, see, I'm convincing you to <laughs> is come Is there back. room in the fan club? A second fanboy. I've got to get on that. Yeah. That is, uh, like, uh, like, for me personally, okay, I'll be honest. I do own a MacBook Air and a um, bought iMacs for a long fanboy. time. I'm sensing fanboy here. Well, you know, I've always thought I could sit in the middle of the road, unlike you, Johnny. That's, yes. you know, but I do have an Apple Watch as well. But uh, I've always couldn't see the relevance of an, uh, an iPad for me. Yes. But now if you're saying that you can extend the desktop, like when I'm working on my little MacBook Air 13-inch and I need a bit more screen exactly. real estate, I can now- You could put your tools over on one side and be working on the actual edit on the other side. You could have multiple documents open and flick between one and the mm. other. So it's a great new feature. And the one thing that Apple do well is the incremental updates. They're always working at improving the communication between their devices, the functionality you get. So I have bagged them for some of their- Products. Oh, I'd be honest. Um, I, I bag them for being, you know, poor in the innovation front. But in this particular example, their pro, the progress they're making in their existing infrastructure, it certainly is getting better. And, and I look forward to their release in September. 2019. Well done, Apple. This is what we want from you. This is what we're expecting from you. You know, you've been a leader, and now we're seeing it. So well done. Seeing some good features to be rolled out very soon in these new OSs. So very much looking forward to that. So some positive news to end the podcast. <laughs> 